Good morning, everyone. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday, the episodes are Sword of the Spirit. That's in reference to Ephesians chapter 6, where we read about the full armor of God that we need to be wearing as we face the world each day. And One of our defensive weapons is, against the attacks of the enemy, is uh, the sword of the Spirit. And we learn that the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. So in this episode, we always look at passages relating to the topics that we're covering. So for the months of August through December, on Wednesdays, we lurk, we're looking at parables from the New Testament. If you haven't watched or listened to previous episodes, I invite you to go back and listen to them or watch them then. Today's episode title is Be Fruitful. Be Fruitful. Do you know what that might mean? Well, this episode, Be Fruitful, is based upon the parable found in Matthew 24, verses 32 through 35, about the budding fig tree. I'll read to you from the beginning, from the Amplified Bible, those verses. Parable of the fig tree. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its young shoots become tender and it puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So you too, when you see all these things taking place, know for certain that he is near, right at the door. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, this generation, the people living when these signs and events begin, will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth, as now known, will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And in the footnotes, it explains that in verse 33, which is when you see all these things taking place, it refers to false Christs. Wars, famines, and earthquakes. Things that we are seeing happen, happening today. And then it says, Know for certain that he is near, right at the door. That's referring to the return of Jesus Christ. That is imminent. So I'll read it again in the message. I like to read various translations, knowing that God inspired the Word of God. So in the message we have, Take a lesson from the fig tree. From the moment you notice its buds form, the merest hint of green, you know that summer's just around the corner. So it is with you. When you see all these things, you'll know he's at the door. Don't take this lightly. I'm not just saying this for some future generation, but for all of you. This age continues until all these things take place. Sky and earth will wear out. My words won't wear out. And then I do have a commentary that was found on the internet, and it puts it this way. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. Our Lord proceeds, proceeds to declare that the signs which have been given would be as certain as indication of the time of his coming a time of his coming, as the fig trees putting forth its leaves is approach of summer, that is the time of his coming, as at no great distance. So, you, we know how the seasons go. We, we can anticipate. We can see the signs, you know, like 
we see the leaves falling we, and we feel the cooler weather. We know that fall is near. And we watch the time change, you know, on getting dark earlier. So that is how it is with knowing that the end is coming, that Jesus is coming soon because all these things begin to happen more and more. And we can look up and in anticipation for Jesus knowing that he's coming. And this is exciting news if you're ready for Jesus, but scary if you are not ready. I believe fully that Jesus Christ is coming again very soon. I've confessed my sins and confessed Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Still, when a believer knows that Jesus is coming soon, they see lots of work yet to be done. And that work does not add to their salvation, but it's done out of gratitude for the abundant abundance of grace and mercy that they've received. Each person has been given a unique gift, talent, and purpose, and they know that they want to fulfill that out of gratitude for what Christ did for them. A big part of that purpose might be to share the good news and help others to get ready for Jesus. Because really, don't we want all of our loved ones to come to heaven and be there with us forever? Do you know that do you know that you're saved and ready for Jesus? Are all of your loved ones ready? The Bible tells us that we know a believer by their fruit. What fruit might that be? We can look at the character of Jesus and emulate him. You know, in the I think it was in the 70s or 80s, um, years ago anyway, that people would say, what would Jesus do? And st- in fact, there were slogans, WWJD. It's like, what would Jesus do in this situation, in that situation, in every situation? And in Galatians 5, verse 22 through 23, we know the fruit of the Spirit, which is in every believer. It might not be developed very well, but it is there in every believer. And we can exercise that fruit. And what is that fruit? Well, I'll look at the Amplified Bible for this. But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, or temperance. Against such things, there is no law. So do you feel like you're fruitful? Maybe in some areas, maybe some other areas need to be developed because you will be known by your fruit. Part of that fruit is love, loving others when they don't agree with you on politics, religion, sports. Loving others when they're different than you. Maybe they are a different race or or you have an opposition to a, a gender. Their sins are more obvious than yours. I heard this years ago, and it stuck with me because it's so true, and I don't know the source, but it's don't judge others because they sin differently than you. Differently than you. And that just emphasizes, you know, none of us is perfect. And even once we're saved, we don't suddenly become perfect. It's a process, a sanctification process as we grow and mature as Christians. 
That's a great reminder that none of us is perfect, which is why we needed Jesus to suffer and die on the cross to pay for our sins. He was perfect, and he was willing to suffer and die. And thank God he arose on the third day. He was perfect, willing to do this, even while we were at our very worst of sinning. Being fruitful includes faithfulness. And that's an important thing in today's world, especially since 2020 when we had COVID happening. Well, a better way to demonstrate our faithfulness in today's world than to let others see that we are not plagued with or stunned by fear. No matter what, we're filled with faith, not fear. The world may be telling us reasons, multiple reasons, to be fearful. But when we look, focus on the Lord, there is no reason for fear to overcome us. We are filled with faith. The glue to our faith might be love and self-control. What better, what better way to influence those who don't believe to show them love when, when they're ugly or mean? That's when we can really demonstrate love and maintain our own self-control in everything we think, say, and do. And that is hard sometimes, isn't it? We learn to cast our cares on the Lord. I remember one time I was very upset with a couple people, and they had, I felt like I was attacked with their verbiage. And I actually ran into the bathroom rather than carry on. And I complained to God about it. And I heard the words, I felt the words, I knew that he was telling me, love them anyway. And I said, love them anyway. And then I realized, oh, love them anyway. And I came out of that bathroom humbled. And I'm sure they thought that it was because of what they said or whatever. But no, it was God guiding me in the right direction. Sometimes it's hard. But we can turn to God about it at any moment. And we will be strengthened with faith. If we sincerely see all that's happening in today's world and know that Jesus is coming soon, certainly he's coming sooner than he was yesterday, a century ago, a year ago, or even maybe today. You know that song, maybe today my Lord will come for me. No, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> Are you ready for Jesus? Are you fruitful? Are you exercising the fruit of the Spirit? Are you growing in and maturing in it? How about your loved ones? Are they, are they saved? Can you tell? Are they fruitful? Pray, pray, pray. <laughs> my main and consistent prayer is for my loved ones to become believers while the opportunity is here. But not just for those that I love. I pray for all of those that I've come into contact with because I don't think anything is by happen chance. I met different people on earth for a reason, and I pray for that all of my acquaintances, everyone I bumped into, that they will be saved. And that includes my enemies. I pray for all of us. As Jesus instructed, we're to love our enemies and pray for them. And you know, the first thing God's going to do, or likely, as we pray for our enemies, is to open their eyes and give them the gift of conviction. In all of that, we fall into agreement with Jesus. He wants all to come to God's kingdom. 
Do you feel a sense of urgency for your prayers to be answered? For that harvest of loved ones to be saved? I do. I know that God is working on them because guess what? He loves my loved ones more than I do. He loves me more than I could imagine. So I love to share the good news of Jesus. John 3.16 sums it up. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that so whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And you know, in today's world, you may hear that there are many ways to get to heaven, but that's not really true because Jesus himself said in John 14.6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So are you a believer? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that he did suffer and die on the cross to pay for your sins and that he arose in the third day? He defeated death. Do you know that Jesus is the only way that we can reach eternity in heaven forever and ever and ever? Life on earth is temporary. Did you know that Jesus, his birth, life, death, and resurrection fulfilled over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament? That's phenomenal. And it's historical. There were many witnesses that Jesus was raised from the dead because he walked among people for 40 days before he ascended into heaven. We each have free will to decide which way we might go. Will we become a believer in Jesus or not? I urge you to respond to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit working with you now? I pray that you respond. Speak your confession out loud as instructed in Romans 10 verses 8 and 9. Your prayer might be something like this, and this is just an example. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner. I repent now and I walk away from my sinful life. Please help me because I know I'll be tempted. I believe that Jesus is the only Son of God. He suffered and died on the cross, even for me, to pay for my sins, and I never deserved it. And Jesus defeated death. I ask you, Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you. I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. When you believe and confess Jesus, you become His. You're born again, saved, a believer, a follower of Jesus. It doesn't matter whether a person who comes to Jesus used to be really, really, really bad and evil. Once they're saved, their past sins are gone. They become part of His kingdom. Once we belong to the Lord out of gratitude for His mercy and grace, through Jesus Christ, we are motivated to do good works, to walk in upright living, to serve Him by serving others, because we want to be fruitful and, and encourage others to also become believers. As we read in Matthew 24, the end of things are happening. We need to prepare for the Lord Jesus because He is coming soon. Praise the Lord. Well, here's something I wrote in a, a book that I recently uh, published, Joy in the Valley, the seven Ps, and this is to encourage your faith. 
Do not allow yourself to be pitiful because power exists when you're peacefully and patiently praying to God, your provider and your protector. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll join me every Wednesday morning in this episode of Sword of the Spirit with the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. As you may know, Turn to God with Karen has episodes on Monday, and that is Hope and Faith Journey. This is where we cover various topics to bring encouragement and healing through our challenges and sufferings. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website, contact page, and send me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is most welcome. And that is KarenJaneCasey.com. So, at my website, when you get there, you will also see material regarding domestic violence and my books, blogs, and podcasts. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, especially if they brought you encouragement or hope for healing or positive change, please let me know. Thank you and God bless.